You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. I'm better known as a clever grown ass man. This is so last. I put that old ass in rock a fan base. All the records gon' sell. If you don't know, we come to blow and tell. Blow and tell. We come to blow and tell. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Flow and Tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Concept 714, and of course... I am Abstract Rude. That's right, baby. Scorpion on the scene with the deadliest thing. And we came together to team up and give y'all Flow and Tell. First and ten, straight from the free and thinking, bringing into fruition and paying tuition, dues paid in the game. And of course, everything that is artistic, everything that embodies artists out there, visual artists, recording artists, painters, martial artists, fitness gurus, everybody that is out there applying art and integrating art into their real life experience in their community. This show is for you. Absolutely. And uh, we've been, uh, this is our third episode deep. Yep. It's our third episode. So far, you heard a uh, multi-champion also, right? Mm-hmm. A flow and tow. You know, we got that happening yes. at the 16-bar rap competition. And now we have the original champion amongst us. You know what I mean? Uh, a man that needs no introduction. Not only is he, not only can he carry that title, being the first one, right? He's also one of the most busiest MCs in the scene. He, he, he has, do you really do have a tendency to like be fucking everywhere. Which is infuriating as an MC because you're like, fuck, this truck is everywhere, yo. That and like, um, you got into a point where like, um, clothing brands are fucking with you, right? You know, stuff like that. You know, and we we will get into that. And uh, you you're very well respected. You know, I don't know of a lot of people that don't like destruct. I haven't heard a lot of bad. You haven't shit. met enough people then. <laughs> uh, 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 maybe, maybe, no, or, or they're all hush hush. But uh, there's some people that are like, obviously, like a name comes up, like, man. Fuck that dude, though. You know what I mean? There's those some C's. I include myself in certain circles. When my names get brought up, it's like, uh, but I don't hear that from the street. It comes to the territory, right? They're going to hate it or love dude, it. Dude, I wouldn't have Hopefully it any other way. I wouldn't day. have it. Dude, it's something that, uh, who was it? Was it Master Ace? No, DJ Revolution. He goes, he tells me, what kind of life did you live if you don't have people that don't like you, dude? Were you kissing everyone's ass? Were you fake with everyone? There's no way you get along with every single person you meet. And if that's the case, one of you is lying. You know what I mean? One. To add to that note, I remember a, a line that I, I got from, from the homeboy Tumax. He said, you ain't growing up if you ain't losing friends. And that's one of the realest shits I've ever like, yeah. got to learn from experience. And You know what I mean? And Tumax lives that, dude. Like, There's people that love Tumax, and there's people that just like, eh, about Tumax. Right. But you can't deny that Tumax is Tumax. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And we got Destruct outside the building, not in the building, outside the building. Absolutely. Thank you, by the way, for that, my J. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Anytime anyone show me love, even, or even if they don't, I appreciate it. You keep in mind, it ain't yeah. relevant. Ain't, ain't no such thing as bad publicity, right? So yeah, So the, uh, I could think of some pretty bad publicity. Oh, well, porn's, is, porn's aside, but <laughs> oh, they haven't, porn's, they haven't yeah. leaked yet. Let me knock on wood. Yeah, but for wood, me, but... it'd be good. It'd be great publicity. You know what I mean? Drop a sex tape. <laughs> uh, we're outside a beautiful Adeline Gallery. Yes. 5046. 
5045 across the York street. Boulevard. Go to 5046 and walk across the street. You'll be at 5045 <laughs> in York, Highland Park. Beautiful uh, art gallery. And we do the show outside of the art gallery. Gracious space. It's a nice, cool night. Beautiful Southern California evening. Hey, one of the best places to do it, dog. This is my home away yeah. from home. My boy EQ has a studio right down the street, passing Fig. I mean, going down Fig, passing York, right right before you hit, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's what's the street before the the freeway? I I take the fifty. I take fifty two. Before before you hit the one thirty four. I have no idea. Damn, what is it? Anyway, Colorado, <laughs> right before Colorado. <laughs> okay. So he's right here, right right there on the corner of Fig and York, man. So this is my home yeah. away from home. Best tacos in the hood is La Estrella, right oh, down yeah. the street. I think it's right in front of Avenue sixty. Yeah. Best tacos twenty four seven. Now that you brought it up, all day. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody else brought it up. Because yeah. every time I drive over here at Fluent, I get pissed off. And I'll tell you why. Tell We're why. smacking LA, dog, like the heart, the belly of LA, right? Vegan tacos. What kind of bullshit is that? Dude, it's artsy now, right? Come on, you can't, now. You can't hate, man. It's, it's just I'll, hate, I'll hate vegan tacos. Hey, hey, it's Don't just, hate it's, on rubber it's, tacos, man. It's just this side of town embracing cultura <laughs> in, more, in more, you know what I'm saying, yeah. abstract ways. And that ain't a bad thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The art walk, I think the art walk is a beautiful thing now on this side of town. Honestly. No, I'm, I'm with the art walk. I'm not with the tofu tacos, is what I'm saying. It comes with the territory, bro. <laughs> it does. You know? Okay. Like, hey, they're going to like you or they're yeah. going to hate you. You're going to love tofu or you're going to hate it. I'm, I, I'm okay with tofu. I just think when you have like Pancho's tacos Ponchos, next door, Ponchos, and then you have. Uh, Tom's street, vegan tacos. Yeah, which who you you drunk at two in the morning? Who are you fucking with? You're not gonna right. be like, oh, let me get them vegans. You're gonna you be like, hey, Pancho, burrito, son. Let yeah. me back up for a little bit because we <laughs> we kind of buried the lead on our on our super introduction of tacos, my dude Adam, right that's here. It. That's all I care about. That was Yo, super dope. Thank you, thank you. This 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 has something to do with tacos. I'll bring it back to tacos. It always comes back to tacos. <laughs> with destruct, it always comes back to tacos. You know, this cat right here is very interesting to me because he was respected and he was around L.A. doing his thing before entering into that first 16-bar rap competition at the first Flow and Tell, which happened in March of 2011. And um, I was just trying to launch the thing, and Deucer... My good homie Deucer was going to be one of our judges on October 2nd at the Tournament of Champs. Helped me fill the last slot. And Destruct happened to be walking by. And he's like, yo, get my homie Destruct. Like I said, I had heard his name. I had heard your name. But, you know, I had heard a lot of people's names. You hadn't, you hadn't become relevant to me yet. But when you uh, stepped up to the plate, and I remember you went against Maine Flow in that one, and we'll get into that in a little yes, bit. This is true. But uh, I remember thinking, I think Maine Flow is going to take this down. You already knew Maine Flow. I already knew Maine Flow. Okay. He's an OG. He's a legend down with mood and all that. The homies from, from the Natty, you know what I mean, from Ohio. He's out here now doing his thing. Much respect to Maine Flow. But uh, D stepped up, and he took it down, and he crossed the next level into coming into you know everybody kind of like on my levels uh consciousness and since then he's been doing his thing and uh he's got this whole concrete word movement right now with him and sma that we're gonna talk about so ladies and gentlemen i bring to you none other than la's own right out of the 818 you heard him with quiet on the set hey you 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 you've heard him with King. You've heard him with EQ. 
You've heard them with just about everybody in the city, damn, because they gave them James Brown moniker as the hardest working man in underground rap show Hello. business. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Destruct. Goddamn. Properly produced. Thank you, sir. Clap. I'm going to clap it over there. Yeah. This, this is from a cat that I've been fan of, a fan of since I was 14 years old, man. The, the one and only Ab to the motherfucking Rizzle, man. I appreciate that, fam. Real talk. All day. It, it is weird knowing he, he abstract don't just say rude, that. right? Ab would not just say and See, that. this is, let's bring it back to tacos. <laughs> okay, is. yes, because I was waiting. Let's bring it back to tacos. Bring it back. See, <laughs> when I first saw him, he was a tortilla. Ooh, okay. Yeah, okay. Break it down. But we threw him in that hot oil yeah. at the SBRC oh, some some water hotel, that bitch. and he huh? turned into a taco. Ooh, damn. Hey, man. Hey, man, can I tell you something? It's one thing I never forget. That's how hot you are, dog. You turn <laughs> tortillas <laughs> to tacos. Besides, heart be, show. besides they, heart cra show they craving that D sauce. Pause. I remember one thing I'll never forget, man. I remember Medusa, dude. She said one of the craziest things when I when I won that night. And it was after battling main flow. And it was a beat that you know, particularly, it didn't sound like it was one for a kind of battle type thing, you know what I mean? Because I believe it was the final round where we actually Kenny battled. Siegel brought in one of his crazy tripped out team pre-Team Supreme beats. Anyway, keep what, going. Was it Kenny or Elusive? It was, it was Kenny. It was, Kenny. It was a oh, Kenny okay, beat. It was Kenny. You're right, you're right. And I'll never forget what Medusa said. She's like, yo, he made y'all rock to a beat that y'all wouldn't normally rock with. He probably made y'all who don't even rap want to rap. She takes her motherfucking shades off. She looks me in my eyes and says, Destruct, I just want to thank you for rocking my soul. And since then, me and Medusa have always been mad tight, mad love, dude. I would never forget that from a legend. Yeah. Like real shit. It, it, real it, shit, it's weird. It's weird being kind of, I don't want to, you know, literally it's like being peasants around like hip-hop royalty. He crossed over right you, there. You, he crossed you, over. When, you, when you're sitting with like Medusa, who I, Medusa's got to be one of the like the coolest souls I've ever met. You know, like she'll give you a big hug and like, ah, that other stuff. And then, like you were saying, it's kind of weird, like, kicking it with abstract rule. Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go kick it with abstract rule real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go kick and, it with an right Abs don't take it like that. He doesn't go like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm abstract rule. <laughs> but as people growing up listening to all the albums and everything like that and, and watching them grow up, it, it is kind of surreal. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. the stuff that you went through is what people are going to talk about like they talk about abs now. So like when when Flow and Tell reaches its peak, it's 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 and it keeps that stride of being this legendary show. Twenty years from now, you will still be the first champion. Ever. Exactly. Hey, that's blessing, bro. That's real. Exactly. Well, well, you gotta, I appreciate that. That's man. something that's you gotta talk. think about. Real motherfucking talk right there, dog. You dude, Abs didn't know when he got on the mic he was gonna be Abstract Cruise twenty years later, right? Definitely. Destruct didn't know when he picked up that mic that he was gonna become the first champion. But that's the Real way that, that legends are built, bro. That you follow the path hip hop has in line for you. We just rise to the occasion. You man. rise to the occasion because you were meant to be that person. You know what I'm saying? Which is really interesting. So how did you Okay, so during the competition, right? What was in your cause it was the first time that it was ever ever held, right? Yeah, man. First one. And uh like he said, Deuce uh, I, I Deuce told me to get on. I'll be honest, man. I've had a real kind of weird point of view in regards to battling just because I've been in some of the craziest battles of my life. I'm talking in one night. I'm not trying to boast. I take out Lyra Flip, Satire, Dumbfounded, Joel Ortiz, and Prince Poet judging like crazy shit, dude. And I'm not even trying to boast. But there's other times where I'm putting my heart and soul there, and I know I got robbed, and the crowd knows I got robbed just because it might have been some bullshit with a judge. Who knows? I'm, I don't even have no idea about You know what I mean? So I kind of had a bad taste, honestly, about battling, period. Because it's like, damn, man, I'm going in 100%, and I'm getting robbed for nothing. 
You know what I mean? Real shit. And it wasn't just me ego tripping. Like I was, it wasn't just me tripping. People were like, dog, like, what's going on? So when I saw the competition and Deuce told me about it, I was like, yo, I actually can fuck with this because you're really showcasing your skill. It's not just how hard you can fuck somebody else's mama. I was like, you know what? I'm an artist and that's something that I'd be down with. So when Deuce told me, I was with it. I was literally chilling, eating fries, watching the competition. Somebody fucked up. Ab just didn't even hesitate. He said, yo, D. He might as well have been like, his name is Scorpion. He might as well have been like, get over here, low-key, dog. Like, <laughs> I just came up. I, I will never forget this. After kicking my first verse, I think the concept was politics. I just see Ab turn his head, be like, yo, you got some more of those? And I'm like, yeah, man, with the night is young. We here. We here. So so you were there as a I was there as a fan. As I was there fan, as a spectator, as a fan. And you were brought on as, hey, we're, we, this guy's out. You want And you did your thing. I didn't so, even hesitate. I was like, fuck it, I'm down. So now. everything was literally off the top. I put the fries on pause. Dog. Easy. <laughs> Badass, you're the one eating the fries. I don't uh, really give you problems. Real shit. Real shit. But, dude, on, on top of Medusa's feedback, my G, freaking even Micah 9, I, man, he, he even took his shade. Everyone, dude, I swear to God, bowed their head, took their shades off, looked me in my eye and said, yo, respect. I remember AC Lone said, dog, tonight you were electric. I was like, word. And that, you know what I mean, bro? Like, and it's the first time, like I've said, they really got to know really who, who I was and what I was about. You know so I mean? you the last the last you're down there, last verses are being delivered. You're waiting to hear who the winner is. What's running yeah. through your mind right there? I believe the last one was a battle in between me and, and my boy Namek. And I had the same feeling like I did before, bro. I ain't going to front. I'm, I'm not saying I'm jaded or bitter, but I was like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. I just throw it up in the air. Yeah. And las, las manos Dios, you know? Las ma en las manos de Dios. And uh, yeah, man. Fucking when they said my name, I tripped the fuck out. And I definitely gained some new fans that day. In more ways than one, from people that I respected yeah. to some of the most gorgeous women I ever seen. So it was a good night. It was a beautiful situation, man. That you day. know, he actually had this weird. And, and I want to talk about these two different aspects. First one is, I don't know if you remember, but when he won and you came against Main Flow in yeah. the finals. Because it was Main Flow. I think that was the second one, right? That was the first one. That was the first one? All right. It was Main Flow, Lyra Flip. And uh, Lyra Flip lost. And then it was you and Main Flow. And, Le and Main Flow did so good on the love topic. Remember, he was talking about all the rappers, like most deaf yeah, and all this stuff. That shit was hard. And then, but he couldn't even get on the beat. So he couldn't even complete a 16. So all Destruct had to no do no. was step up to the plate <laughs> and, you know, send him home. Because he already wanted to go home at that point. Um, and I remember you, you had just been writing with Quiet on the set. And y'all, y'all had just wrote that shit, yeah, with Acid exactly. Rain, which was a exactly. choppy verse, and he had it on his cerebral, and he broke that out, and it was perfect for it, and it killed it. Now the second time was more competitive because he ended up in the finals against Namek, so that's what he was talking about. But yeah. that just exemplifies how somebody can, you know, in this kind of a competition, like maybe in a battle, um. You know, you could tell right off, you know, usually they're going to be evenly matched people, especially if it was like a planned battle. So you're going to get just a juicy three rounds, but one person is going to be better. In this thing, we have more swings. We have more highs and lows where you get faked out into thinking, oh, this cat's about to do it. And in the very next round, you can you can tank. 
either because you didn't most likely because you didn't prepare and hear the beat before see main flow represented someone good enough to get in this thing and advanced a, a round or two but then you never know the curveball you're going to get hit with at the end so what we're creating is a true mental exercise you know i like this game my daughter plays on her on her uh on her pad on her tablet where it just like has her thinking she's like it shapes maneuvering into all these places at least a little bit like super mario but it's all geometric it's like she's learning geometry and i like that i like the geometry of this competition and the second thing the second thing though it was is just um kind of like how you can go into it because there were people who had prepared you know for that first one and see destruct just came on the fly so at the end of the day skills will trump and you know when you like like i say when you I, when you watch a battle you know i kind of feel bad at the end for both parties like wow you just dug deep into yourself to bring yourself to your lowest point huh. I, and but at, with this, what he's describing, with the way the OGs, how to, how it makes people feel, you're touching people. Yeah. Because we're we're introducing topics where we're talking about life. We're talking about things that people are going through. Yeah. We're we're bringing in parodies for the topics to the theme of the, of the night and things like that. You know, um, so it really gives a chance not just for the songwriter to to evolve. It kind of get the right to passage but it also gives a chance for the audience to truly have a moment you know yeah and it just and and that's real hip-hop man Let, i was that's thinking about this on right the way there. home the other day and to touch base on what you just said so as an artist in, in order for you to be in your zone as an artist right it's not as easy as pencil and pad that's what it comes down to but it really comes down to energy where's my state of mind right and that can come down to the room, man, I'm not feeling this room, yo. This room's kind of crowding me. Or it's too big, or you know, it's too dark, the light's not right, the furniture's not arranged correctly. Like an artist picks up on this energy before they can zone in to writing, you know what I'm saying? If that's your artist. Or even painting. Uh, I'm going to move the canvas on this corner. This is where I'm feeling it, you know what I mean? That's real. The to atmosphere you build. The atmosphere yourself. you build. And then now your mind can zone in to where you're going and you're, you kill it. The, the negative vibe of writing a diss track, right? Some are necessary and some are done out of real pain and hurt, right? But in your average battle rap nowadays, right? Your mom does this and your cousin does yeah, that. Uh, and I'll do this to your daughter. Dude, you're sitting guy. there writing these lyrics with this flow. This energy is coming down to you. On the opposite, we got flow and tell. Here's a topic, love. Here's a topic, night. Black. It's a, lot, it's a lot more relatable than mama jokes. Right? You know what I'm saying? And, and you respect it a lot more because the positivity behind it, the way it makes you feel. And now picture the artist that sat down and said, love. That vibe, that energy, that flow exactly. of creating a rhyme with love and da 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 da. da better than the diss and the disrespect. And then you win because you were more disrespectful than the other person because the crowd's judging it ultimately. In battle now, it's like, oh, who can make the crowd react the hardest? That's the winner. Right. Right. Instead of this is like rounds and you're ba against other MCs. There's levels to it, man. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. Gotta, you got to respect it. You know? And you know what? It's a lot more intricate. You know, the crowd can can help you in this, too. 
We're judging off that. We're judging off enunciation and clarity, lyrical content, delivery, crowd control, and X factor, which is that blow up factor, you know? But um, it tr- all of those skills truly embody what it takes to get out there on a world stage and be doing your thing like how Destruct transitioned from what he was already doing pre-SBRC to post-SBRC, which we can get into now. What are you up to, bruh? What, what have you been doing since becoming the SBRC champ? Because you, you, you went on, t- you, you did a couple of uh, show dates with us out of town, but I kind of feel like you didn't really, you know, you were the first winner, so you didn't fully enjoy all of the fruits of your crown even though we 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 were like into the quiet on the set project because he had put out a record on my label at the time but now we're a little deeper into defining you know more opportunities for the sbrc champ going forward that said i'm i'm sure you felt some some kind of a bump so speak to that post sbrc win well the first one so let's say the first time you won, the first what one. did you see was different in your career and in the way that people approached you and stuff like that? Well, number one, just the, I guess you could say, the um, appreciation as well as, as well as right off the bat, getting respect from, like I said, peers that you were a fan of since high school, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like all, all in one night of them really seeing you on the fly, showcasing what you do on the regular, what your life is, you know what I'm saying, what you're really trying to pursue. So right off the bat, that respect right there, it just gave me a whole different sense of, man, what's, it's not even motivation, fam. It's not even enlightenment, you know what I mean? To get to get such powerful words in a night that wasn't even supposed to happen is something that truly is, like, mind-changing. Were so, you destruct before that win, or did that like kind of, like, solidify you? No, I was always destructive. In uh-huh. regards to solidification, I would say abso- absolutely in my growth and progression as an artist. Absolutely. Since then, I mean... That's why you won, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Since then, I was blessed to work with Beyond, who, you know, he, he had an idea to do a project with me, and we're blessed to work with Pigeon John and AWOL One and Tumex, and it was self-droop. I mean, it was an amazing fucking project, dude. You know Damn. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, with this, my shout-out to my, my cat, Broken Fingers, sick German producer. So from then... Going straight into having one of my, you know, one of my OG, you know what I'm saying, straight up motherfucking out the iTunes playlist. I'm talking, you're now listening. This is a Scorpio. You're not listening to Mass Distortion. <laughs> I'm taking it back then oh, to executive produce my follow-up project. You feel me, dog? So the progression spoke for itself, man. That's why one thing you notice about being by myself, my G, is that I'll never fuel the fire to any bullshit. There's anything that I promote is positivity and progression. I never, I never go into any gossip. I never bust some bullshit subliminals. I just do what the fuck I feel is dope and what I want to promote and what I, you know what I'm saying I want my people to see. Simple as that. And when it comes to any project I do, it's no different. You feel me? That's why. That's why real talk. I have in my in my native tongue, man, and in my in Portuguese. I have nothing without music on my arm, dog, because at the end of the day, that's truly what, what my life is to me. So the fact that I was able to be a champion not once but twice, just doing what the fuck I'm doing about topics that I already fucking write about, it was just perfect. It just made sense. You know now, I mean? having said that, right, so all the, all the, your, the, the, the scene is reacting to it, people you oh. look up to are reacting to it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Did you get any any more negative like anything else come out of that there has to be Absolutely. the haters come bro with the... look look i'm gonna tell you this year my g has been a milestone 
for better and for worse, you know, from car accidents to breakups to having pneumonia for the first time, like a whole bunch of shit that that's not even touching the shit I had to deal with the music world, which was losing, you know what I'm saying, complete foundation for a clothing brand that I invest a lot of time with, actually having a mm. physical fucking, you know what I'm saying, uh, physical retaliation that I didn't want to get to that point, but you have no choice as a fucking man getting sucker punched, you know what I'm saying? So that's not even scratching the surface of the shit that I had to deal with, man. So at the end of the day, I'm my own man. I have no management. I have no no team. It's, it's me making my dream fucking happen, no matter what odds are against me. So there was a shitload of bumps since the times I won that championship. You know what I mean? Even at the last one, I'll be I'll be honest, I don't think I was as focused as I was the first two. You know what I mean? Like, I came in it with all that I had, but I ain't going to front. My boy Namek, he did his thing, and he kept it moving. I mean, he even incorporated his fucking tattoo that, like, kind of stole the show. He, he went in. He put everything. He threw his shirt in the he, pot. He, yeah. He so I'm not even knocking in. that. So no matter what, though, I look at it like this. Sometimes out of your darkest moments, you get your brightest ideas, man. Yeah. And mm. since then, Preach. I was blessed to work with, you know, now he's looking over us, one of my favorite MCs of all time, man, Sean Price. I, I meant so much to me Peace then. Be upon it him. means so much to me more now. You feel me? The fact that he yeah. was out of respect. It wasn't just some bullshit set up. It was like, Price. fire, son. After hearing my shit, he's like, fire. fire, God. I can't wait till we do the video. We do the video. Yo, yo God, I got, I got a fucking show tonight. Come rock with me, God. Like, you know it, what I'm saying, it bro? It is a beautiful Blessings. thing to Blessings. want to work with someone that you look up to. Exactly. And then for them to be excited to work with you. Yeah. That's the ultimate. So that that right there, I would say is a, is a, is a, one of the biggest highlights, bro. Besides having my own studio and executive producing and tapping into so much other other things besides just what I do as an MC, it's just it's just making the movement that much more that much more solidified, bro. That much more natural. That's what it's concrete work because everything we say is solid. So, so let me ask you this: Straight You up. win the first one. Yeah. Why do the second one? Well, Ab hit me up again. He was like, you got to defend your title. And as a man's man, best believe I was with it. And like, you know, th this ain't the typical battle fashion, bro. It may happen in the end, but fuck it. For the most part, we ain't changing what we do as artists, which has made great music. Ab comes with great topics. The beats may not always be great, but as a real MC, the show must go on. So and I, I admit, the beats haven't always been great. But now we are stepping into an era where the beats will be great. And that was by, okay. that okay. was on purpose. That's what I was going to say. That's a challenge. That That's what it challenge. seemed to me. It seemed to me, I can't think of Ab saying, okay, uh, okay, like a whack beat, right? He yeah. must have said, this beat is going to throw them off at that other. But Destruct you know being is, the bro? top of MC, he's like, uh, I'm not And believe me, whoever right? made it, yeah. he, I won't, okay, I won't say that they were ever whack because they could all be embellished if they were put in a big studio and then you maybe some of the instruments that are playing, you replayed them with realer sounds. Yeah, and yeah. they were all good beds, what we call in the industry a bed, you know, um, a skeleton. But sometimes I, I realized that the more crazy the production, it was taken away from the MC's voice. You know, you're going to have out of 12 MCs, you're going to have three to four that know how to rap on any beat and about six that need a little help. And so I find myself telling my DJ, which is usually DJ Zoll, uh, to turn it down. Much respect to Zoll, speech impediments, OC Zoll all day. Um, I find myself telling him to turn it down so we could hear them, you see. So why be so concerned with a hoorah level of production when the average MC 
that was going to be getting in the field with those three to four killers wasn't going to hang anyway, right? So that was by design. Feel me on this, Ab. I think ultimately what Ab's trying to showcase with these competitions is the difference between an MC riding a beat compared to an MC who understands the science of this music. And me, when I first heard that beat, that main flow wasn't feeling, right off the bat, I knew the tempo timing of a verse that I recently wrote that's one of my choppiest ever. I was like, Psh. I, I straight, like, I, I might as well electric slide into that. I was like, you know what? Don't mind it if was, I do. It was and like it was hand in glove because Monteca, huh? the difference. Slide. Butter on toast. Monteca, huh? The difference of The difference of someone who's going to win this thing and not. Simple as that. You know, we, we bring all of those skills into action. You have to display them if you want to win. And that's just the thing. You can come in like, okay, perfect example, Lira Flip. I think Lira Flip prepared for the first one. Mind you, he's a dude that could win this thing easily. But he prepared for the first one, and on that love verse, you know what, in hindsight, I'll, I said this too. I wish I could go back and vote for him if I knew that Main Flow was going to do that against Destruct. Because, and even Satire too. Because the judges were Mike and I, me, yeah. and Satire. And, and that's Remember? a big no-no. And yeah. that's, that's, you can't, you that's, can't. A, that's a hell of a judge panel. Yeah, right. To, yeah. to pull that stunt. No you offense. Shout out I mean? to Main Flow, but he shouldn't. He should have done that. He, that's almost as bad as Cannabis with the Notebook. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm now sorry. I got to know what happened. Well, what, what do you, well I, I'm, I need I'm specifics finishing the story. Now. What happened was, <laughs> what happened was, Lyra Flip and him kicked two verses that Main Flow's wooed the crowd. But you still had to listen to the writing. And Micah said the most prof I should have listened to my OG. Much love to Main Flow. No diss, no diss to him. But Micah said, he said some name, he name dropped cleverly with a couple of punchlines that, but Lyra Flip, he said, I pick Lyra Flip because he, was more intricate with his thought of how he was talking about the topic. And I and I was so caught up in it being my the first one and just trying to make everything go good. I relied on satire. Mm. Not to throw satire no. under the bus. <laughs> but I did. I looked to say and I said, I nigga, I, I, you know, I'm a big man. We can't <laughs> it, it can't be a tie. Yeah. It's yeah. on you. Yeah. And, and and I should have probably had that. We had that conversation live, like like right. Now. And so, long story short, Sat was like, "Well, it, it ain't uh, horseshoes or whatever he called it, where you could call a tie." Yeah. He was like, "It ain't that." So, okay. Reluctantly, he he picked Main Flow, uh -huh. and even he didn't want to go against Flip, kind of because like you knew. Destruct and flip in the end would have been woo scissors. We, Edward we, Scissorhands. Some, some classic and like he, battles, he told man. you, he told you they battled before. Yeah. So maybe it would have been motivation. I, I will note, yeah. I will note that Lyra Flip is in the field for the Sweet Sixteen, ladies and gentlemen. It is called on October the second, the Sweet Sixteen, at Fat Ten's Tourney of Champs. Borrowing a little bit from the sport we all know and love in the Western Conference. Uh. We have all our former champs, you know. Destruct was the first. Namek, you know, we even had lead-up events 
where Namek was in, and he and he lost those. He got tired of losing. And, you know, every now and then I'll pull one of them to the side, and I'll shake them, and I'll grab them by their shirt like I'm doing you You're right a now. bum! And I'll say, <laughs> if you let them yeah. win again, yeah, yeah. you ain't You're better than this! Shit! Yeah. He'll not Where, get in the, the tomorrow rock. <laughs> You've got to run on the sand. And, they're like, and his buddies are like, you can't train him like a black fighter. He don't have that kind of, he don't have that kind of rhythm. And I'm like, you better be fast. <laughs> but no, on the real. And Namik, Namik said, I'm not losing. He, you know, he won this thing. And then uh, Hazard came. He's a killer. He Hazard. know Hazard. Shout out to Hazard. He's he came. Fan. He won. And then we had a lead-up event. He won that, too. And he thought that that was like, and I was, I explained, he thought that that was like him winning two in a row. And I was like, nah, you just won the lead-up event, which really you didn't have to get in because <laughs> you was already in the next Pre-season one. Pre-season shit. But we wasn't going to let, like, we was going to let you get in it yeah. because we was giving away money at that one. And he won that one, so it was like he was like, "I know I'm gonna take the next one." And yeah. the next one, nah. he, he wasn't as prepared. He <laughs> yeah. forgot his rhymes. Joaquin stepped up and won. Damn. And and I then, never and expect that. Joaquin, that's crazy. Versus letting Joaquin win back to back, Beyond came in there and said, "Nah, I'm yeah. finna take it." And then Joaquin came back and he took it again. So my point is, it's going down this time. We're consolidating all the belts. You know, like in, 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 in a boxing league, it's like this guy was a champ. Yeah. Maybe he retired or he got, you know, he went away and had a baby and then he vacated the belt or he got had steroids. So they took the belt away from him or whatever the situation was. The SBRC <laughs> has had some really funny rules. I ain't going to lie. And our rules have been if you win um, back like three Pete then you're a judge. Oh, you're retired. You're retired. Ah, that's fair. Right? I'm so, with that. We, I, first though, I was going to say repeat because the struck won a repeat. So, we didn't give him as much time to prepare for his three-peat challenge because at first we had said he wasn't going to compete. The closer we got to it, we realized we probably didn't have that many competitive people as them two. So, and he really wanted to do it, remember? So, we were like, fuck it, let him do it. Yeah. So, to his defense... He probably only had a couple of weeks to prepare for that one, and he still came and just like by a fingernail. It, it went to a, it went to a it. overtime, I think, right? It, it went to an overtime. Yeah, it went to overtime. So you see what I'm saying? He he by a fingernail. So I look at him as the most dangerous person in the field because we basically held him back from being able to keep chewing on everybody you, you could then. say yeah. and so because of us doing that somebody else got to fill their cheerios and they got to win Namek got to win albeit he earned it you know he earned it he won three times in a row then we pulled him back then hazard stepped in and hazard could have went on his three feet run but joaquin was like nope i'm right here and then he could have started to go but beyond was like no so we've created exactly what we wanted which is more competition, better competition coming into the fray. So now, and then we, we've we had in our other freeway events, we've had champions, people win, like Rick Scales, uh, that one chick, Uno, Aralis, who won in Seattle, who nobody knows, who nobody's thinking about. 
and he's a killer. Mm. Nice. And he's coming nice. on a plane from Seattle to L.A. for all Peace. you niggas. No. <laughs> so, okay. No, no, no. no. S- speaking on that, would you consider oh, him to good. be... To be kind of like the secret secret weapon. No, 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 because you know what? Lyroflip's a secret weapon. Okay. Rick Scales is a secret. Oswan Rick, from a is a secret weapon. You know, we got secret weapons coming all out the yin yang. But yes, I would. Much respect to the Northwest. He's representing the Northwest. Getting in this thing representing the Northwest. I've won it. I have my homie Hydro who runs uh, Hip Hop Roots Las Vegas. He won um, one that we did actually out here, a prelim event. And I wanted him to come back. I had my boy Shamrock from Vegas win one out there. I wanted him to come, but they've never, you know, hopefully they're listening to this right now and they'll get here, you know, for Fat 11 or whatever. And we'll keep it going to where maybe it turns into something that's not so random for whoever shows up and more into invitees. And now we're more stepping into a super entertaining thing. Then now I but don't know. October 2nd, some big brand wants to give the us airliner, a bunch of money right? for it to put it's on the It's only right champions. Well, it's okay. No. It's the five well, we've only had five former champions. Okay. And I would say it's three other city other city champions yeah. past that. Rick yeah. Scales, that one chick Uno, and Arliss. So it's eight former champions technically, right? And they will be seated against eight non-former champions. That are hand-chosen by you guys. Yes. By you and who? By Abstract Rude and? Pretty much by me. Okay. And by how they've they've fared. They've fared well in former competitions. Same same as quality control, in a sense. It's quality control. So So, so here we can expect the best of the best. The best of the best. On October 2nd. Gilead 7 went against Destruct. At least he went against Namek at least in the finals two times, and may have went against one of them on on, in the first one. So Gilead Seven had been a force that was on his way to the mountaintop, but just couldn't get over. Um, Lyraflip, who's been in a couple of these, and like we just told you a story about him, he's in it. Um, you know we we have uh, Os One Million. From the Giants music, the IE crew, he's in it. He was in it last year, but his group was performing upstairs at a time that he actually advanced, but then his group set went on upstairs. So he couldn't continue? He couldn't continue. We looked up and he was just gone. So this time we made sure that it's time to where we didn't allow his group to go after the competition starts. right. So his group's playing again on the main stage, but then he'll he'll be down there in enough time to get the SBRC okay. because he you know he was good, um, and then somebody else I'll name. Um, we have uh, who else? We have this cat uh, named Native Alter, who had been in it a couple of times and and done well. Shout out to Grizzly Adams, who said he wants to get in. Oh, we also have Malathion, who was in it once and advanced to almost the finals against Joaquin. So it's closed, though, now. Well, no. There still are, I would say this, there are three slots. There are two more slots 
open. And in regards to people like Grizzly Adams and Native Altar, they got to get there. You know, if they're not there and I see somebody good in front of me and they're there before them, bam. So how does one enter the competition? One enters the competition if they got a name. You have some kind of name. And are a force by, you know, hitting me up or hitting Gigi up um, from Urban Underground saying that they want to be in it. And then I will consider them, you know. Um, I lean on people like Scatterbrain uh, and um, Shames Worthy and Deucer. You know, I lean on people like that for extra little kind of yeah. like decisions yeah, okay. of, of us figuring all of that out. Is Those that are my... How are you approaching it next one? So the 11. Do we have a, a focus? Like, a, you know, this was the champions. Do we have one for the 11th already? Well, we're going to see how 10 goes because, look, people say they're going to show up and we're even offering 10 of the of the main people like a, a, a stipend, yeah, right, Yeah. for coming, right? But they could still not show up, Yep. some yep, of them. Yep. You know, I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to see how serious everybody takes it. And if they take it really serious, the sky's the limit of right. what we could do with this right. thing, you know? Right, understood. I mean, the money is not enough for you to flip over backwards. That's why you know the vibe must be legit if people are even given half of a fuck. If there are any fucks given, yeah. then the vibe must really be legit. If you were offering five grand, you have a lineup. But since you're offering that, you know that what it is, real artists are coming out. Real MCs trying to prove themselves to legends and to their to the to their local MCs, to their MCs that have the same level that they're on, right? That's exactly. how you destruct, prove yourself to a blank and a blank and a blank that are on the same level as you. You're able to kind of have the bragging rights amongst them. This is the way that uh, uh, an artist would do it. You know, and I mean, on the balcony, we have people painting. I, I, you know, I vibe with young up-and-coming artists. You know what I mean? And my hope is that my, my famous friends like Mir will come and they'll see them and be like, you know, kid, I like what you're doing. And they'll vibe with them. And, you know, and my hope is that a Zulu from Tribe Unique and Irie from Tribe Unique will be in there. And then at some point, a circle will form and people will be dancing and then they'll they'll link. So that's a, the kind of caliber of people that will be there just to watch. Right. right. It's like we're, you know, it's a four element thing, you know, with what we do with Flow and Tell. You know, it's like it's the art, it's the MC and it's the beats. You know, we have people downstairs. While, you know, this is this will they'll be going on and the way I have it scheduled, things aren't so much competing, you know, so I try to have like somebody you really want to see upstairs and then this happening downstairs, a DJ or somebody playing beats over here, and then okay, a whole different kind of a vibe outside. Right, right. That kind of a thing. If you don't know, we come to go and tell. Go and tell. We come to go and tell. So, October 2nd at the airliner in Los Angeles. Flow until 10. Flow until 10. Mm. Uh, Abby Rizzo on Urban Underground Weekly That's presents. Right. 
the tournament of champions, y'all, and destruct. Yes. What if if it's anything? We asked why King Daniels, who we had on last week, much respect to him, our shout current SBRC champ. Out. Take us into the mind because the first one you did on the fly, but the second one you prepared for you won. Then I remember the third one. You prepare for two, and we had certain topics like it was the the shoes topic that you really got into. Take us a little bit into shoes. Yeah, I had a topic uh. called shoes, <laughs> yeah. and it was like speak to like walking a mile in your shoes, or you have or maybe you got a shoe fetish. Weave all of that in shoe fetish. You know what I mean? Weave in a um a concept of talking about shoes and. He was he was excited about that one. So without giving up your formula of how you might go about winning this thing, take us a little bit into the mind of a SBRC competitor. I think uh, first off, you just got to be confident no matter what. Confident enough to know you ain't gonna you ain't gonna sell yourself short. Confident enough you ain't gonna choke or complain about the beat. Just be confident no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Just having that comfortability, like, man, this is my home. This is what I do. Like, if you want to really test me on, on how I does it, then fuck it. So be it. It comes natural. There shouldn't be no hesitation whatsoever. So confidence, that's always my state of mind. Right, like, this right. is what I do, man. I, 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 I live this, man. So that right out the gate, that will never move me or judge me. It's not ever have to do with something in regards to stage fright or, you know what I mean, or being intimidated. N- none of that shit phases me, bro. I'll be honest. I, I always try to come to every single competition that I've done, flow and tell included, just comfortable. Right. To make it even seem like it was just right right there on the spot. Yeah. You know? In this case, since there is more topics and things are more intricate, I kinda I don't know, I'm like fifty fifty at it to be completely honest. Mm. You know? I may prepare slightly or I might just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna feel it in the moment. Really? With me, I don't believe in, in ever having writer's block. To me it's just it's all timing. It's right. all timing. Right. Call it good, call it bad. That's really what it boils down to. So for for a competition like this one, though, right? Yeah. How long does it usually take you to like prepare yourself, and and what does that mean? Is that is that mentally? Is that spiritually? Is that yeah. kind of lyrically? How, how how does how long would you say from like when you start preparing to the day of the event? Do you take? I think it starts immediately from the moment. The minute you the, sign the that line, you know saying I it, will be there. It's like you're ready. You know, that yeah. switch is on. So I'm training. Kinda, you're training. You're a boxer training. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm already kind of just thinking of what I have in my artillery, thinking what I, you know, I'm going to do on the scratch, thinking what I might even do on the spot. You know, it's it's a lot of ingredients that go into this mix, man. That's why at the end of the day, like you said, yeah, they may have, they may be on my level in regards to competition, yeah. but there's only one to strike at the end of the day, man. Yeah. You know, I can say that from the bottom of my heart. I ain't nobody ever close to doing the levels and the things that I've done, and I don't have to speak on it. I can let my work speak for itself. Right. I mean, I don't know anyone else in, in my camp straight up that can say they got a project executive produced by Abby. You know what I'm saying? Having them really be in the studio with y'all, track, even, you know what I'm saying, even track listing, where me and him even had a debate on. But I, I appreciate that. I respect that. And that wouldn't happen for no fucking reason, dog, you know? So ultimately, I would say, shit, man, from the moment it starts, the moment my, my head's ready in the game. And I think I'm ready on that stage, the way I look at it, you know? I think people got to really understand things and, and look at it through an MC's perspective. Something like what the structure said could be taken as boastful. But in reality, it's not boastful. What it is, it's reality. So, like, he can go and say, 
And see, because MCs, we, we collect acolytes as we go through our career, right? Notches on the belt. Notches on the belt. Dude's, that, be, dude's being paid. Right? Th- th- because, dude, th- that's really the only reason you're doing it, right? So, uh, like we talked about Ego last time, right? Is that you, you develop this, I'm not Sean, I'm Concept. When our concept is the ill is on this sense mic. Sense of entitlement. But, you, but a rightful and deserved sense because, yeah, you, you start at a certain level, right? But once you develop and you really say, I am going to be an MC, you develop a certain amount of skills, right, that's portrayed and obvious to all the other MCs around you. So now that Destruct goes, there's only one Destruct, and no one can really say they have the notches on my belt that I have. That, it can be said without any... Um, without any boastfulness behind it at all. It's just facts. I that mean, people, right? And bro, that's how MCs I mean, bro, collect what what their progression a- is. Absolutely. And I, I'm never one to be boasting like that at all. That's, if you get to know me, I mean, Ab knows me personally. Like, I'm as humble and as chill as it gets, man. Like, I'm real down to earth. But I definitely take my craft serious. That's yeah. why I'm sure when he first met me, he was like, oh, this guy's cool, calm, and collective. You sure you can catch Rec on the mic? And then when I go in, I go in. And you never know how Hulk level I'm right. going to reach. Right. I like to be like a chameleon, or in this case, a scorpion. You never know what angle we're going to hit you mm. from. I know you like that. Well, speaking of the Hulk, <laughs> speaking of the Hulk, let's, 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 let's go with that. Yeah. You know, if I'm in this competition right now, I'm the most scared of you. Because you just don't know. Because you want it first, and it's like, you know, you were. Then we like go back to David Banner. Don't be the Hulk, right? Yeah. And then you're like, no, the Hulk want to come out yeah. and get his three P. <laughs> and we're like, all right, because you're so good. All right, we'll let you out now. You know, but it's like in reality, you know, if I'm them. I'm looking at you like, okay, you won this thing first. You know how to win this thing. And um what I want to know is what like have you have you started writing already? Like we're we're a month and we'll say a half away from the competition. We're right under a month and a half. And how prepared are you to go into it right now if it were to start tomorrow, I mean, would you Ab, say? I'm, I'm going to tell it to you like this, Ab. I'm always writing. And I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, see, everybody's being real coy. You know, I, I got I got a, in my secret, in my <laughs> no, ARP group, which is a secret group. If you're in the ARP and you're listening right now, you, you know, shout out to all my ARPers. <laughs> But uh, I believe y'all are ARPers, right? Javi's an ARPer. Align Gallery is fully ARPed up. Yep, Struck's yep. ARPed Shout up. Out. Basically, you know, I had a little thread going that could have been a, a platform for a shit talk thread. And a couple of rookies, SBRC rookies, started talking a little bit of yin yang. Mm, yeah. But the vets was kind of like, tight-lipped, you know? <laughs> And I mean, and, and yeah, like Namek told me that he was he was he was mum's the word he gonna do all this talking at the comp, and I know Namek knows what he's up against, and we're gonna be talking to him in the, in the next episode. But you know, I he said he's always writing, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna take that as a as a answer. Yeah. Yeah. But this is also what I want to know. I'm going to switch reels a little bit. Sure. So you're talking about how Medusa and AC and all these people talked to you and told you how you shine that night. Tell us how you being destruct 
has helped people just like in their lives? How how does you being destruct? How do you feel like that is helping community just like in the life that you're walking? I mean, damn man. From from now kind of stepping out of my comfort zone, executive producer now, I'm working with a lot of different artists, not even MCs, like singers that never really had a, like a an outlet or even a voice, a chance to really do the music. And I'm even kind of bringing them into a genre they never even really expected to doing. So to kind of have that that vision to let someone really do what they do at the same time facilitate facilitate it. Like I'm blessed to have my studio as well. Like that is ridiculously stacked out. It's beautiful to have that. With that being said, I'm blessed to have you know big influences on on lives. Like I mean, not to say any names, but. Let's just say I'm blessed to see people that really believed in what I said and now to see them overseas and really living off this, you know what I mean? Even some winning Grammys, even something like I'm telling you, levels of success that, damn, you go back to history and it's like, I don't got to say nothing. The facts is there. And to know that you really impacted someone's life to see these heights being reached, knowing that the world is still yours. It's a beautiful feeling to have, dog. That's why I, li- I live... With, with no hate in my heart, my G. I know, no matter how much animosity comes my way, no much shit comes my way, the real ones that are going to ride with me, they're going to see exactly what I'm about, what I reflect, and exactly what I utilize in any group effort. You know, Ab saw it, and quite on the set, I went in, man, 100%. From video direction to the album covers to the logo designs to the track listing to the everything, sure. man. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to go in, I'm going to go in 100%. So does that make you feel like, like your time is undoubtedly coming? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not one to dwell on and I'm not one to, to be oblivious or blind to shit. That's why I just keep working and doing what I do. But I definitely feel like the time is now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I feel blessed to be a part of this, man. Like, it is, it's, it's crazy when you think about it, bro, when you were saying as, as time passes and me being the first of this and it, it was all by accident, it really just goes to show sometimes best things in life come unexpected, man. And if you're always on game, you never know what could happen. No matter what what time opportunity is knocking, always being on your game. And that's exactly what I'm going to be about, especially at Flow and Tell 10. Enough fucking said right there, you know? Now, look. Okay. We know you're going to do your thing at Flow and Tell 10, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, that's October 2nd. Yes, sir. By the time they're listening to this, what date will it be, Con? Uh, well, this will be the third episode. So it's going to be the third week of next month, which is September. Okay. So October the 2nd, you will get to hear destruct we will be recording live at flow and tell on the wtfu network shout out to my dude flowing in the house right now live at align gallery on fat radio i got my girl javi moss in the back right there shout out to luciana rose and the beautiful art display that is in the gallery right now and you know art comes from all over the world and i know that culturally you are made up from a a your own sort of gumbo of culture, and I just recently on your I follow you on Instagram, and I saw you were you were you in Belize or Brazil or yeah, something I was, like I was that? in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Man. You were in, you were in yeah, Brazil, my homeland. So, um, you know, two things I want to ask you about. I want to ask you about when you were over there. Tell me about you know the hip-hop movement and anything that you were seeing that that exemplifies our culture over here how how we've affected them with hip-hop and then i also want to know you know what are your plans just as a man 
for like potential of family and you know are, are are you thinking about that do you think about that in regards to how you're pursuing your art as an MC? so first with the uh the hip-hop overseas yeah man i'm glad you brought that up um my cuz out there he uh got a couple shows lined up for me and the first one was a straight battle event rap battle event in the middle of the favelas you know ghetto out there in in, in rio de janeiro in the side of a town called Mesquita, right next to where my grandma and my, my uncle live. And they had a rap battle, and they call it Batalia out there, Batalia. You know, the thing I love too, man, is they honest as shit. I'll be honest, Ab, if you went, you'd have been like, God damn, the blow rules made it all the way out here to Brazil. Straight damn. up. For, first of all, you know what the slogan is? They say, Kiki você quer ver sangre. And that means, what do you want to see? Blood. So right off the bat, the crowd is about it. MCs come on, and they, I like their formula. What it is is they'll play one beat, right? They let the first cat go. Second round, they play a different beat, right? And then on the second on the second time around, they reverse the order of the beats. So you get, you know what I'm saying, different flavor back and forth, which I kind of like that formula. How they decide mm. it, specifically on the crowd. And when they point at a motherfucker, if they ain't fucking with you, they straight up be like, boo, like their life depended on it. But if they fucking with you, Best believe they'll raise their hand like they're praising Jesus. God damn, yeah, that's, the, you know what I mean? So I, the, the energy and the conviction that they, you know what I'm saying, they put into this little scene right here, man, that keep in mind, down the street, that could be bums, motherfucking drug dealers, cops going crazy. We we really in the third world country, bro. But no matter what the hell else is going on around us, this hundred, almost 200 crowd right here is chilling inside the lines of this little skate park and making this hip-hop come alive, keeping it peaceful, and really representing the culture properly. You know what I'm saying? So it's beautiful to see what the fuck rules and, and the standards we would live up out to here, even to the good life days, being represented in my country, in my homeland. You know mm. what I mean? So it was a blessing to see that shit happen, man. Batalias. So there. your mom or dad is Brazilian? My mom's Brazilian, my whole mom's side, and my dad's from Chile. Okay. Yeah, so... I haven't been to Chile yet. I'm waiting to go out there, though. Oh, you haven't been to Chile yet? I haven't been to yet. Santiago yet, man. I've been to Brazil about four. It was my fifth time coming to Brazil, so. So did you try to interact with them and get on the mic? Have you, have you got on the mic over there Dude, before? yeah. Besides what my cousin got straight up, I would get on the mic, beatbox for a cat, and then let me come on. I'd freestyle in English and Portuguese and just kill it. And I'd have the craziest response of the night. And keep in mind, these people don't really know what I'm saying, man. Only what I translate in Portuguese. But the minute I say, if I say hell yeah, you, can you say hell yeah? And the crowd was just going nuts, man. So you can yeah. rap in Portuguese. You know I'm going to ask you to spit a, a, a rap in Portuguese. Oh, man, look, look, right? I dabble. Well, shout out to my boy Tech Superland. I, I linked up with him and his pops, and uh, we we did a track called Language, where Tech raps in Spanish and English. I rap in English and Portuguese, and the third cat does French and Spanish. So I kick some for us, Khan. Make him kick something, Khan. I'll look. I'll, I'll freestyle. It. I'll freestyle. No. I can't remember the written right now, but I, I'll freestyle. All right, let's hear it. So I'm like, I just came back from Brazil. Kiki fumo la real. Here we call it real. Tu de que faz something that be ill. No matter linguaji, I never stand it still. Shit. Eu sonho bacano. What I mean, translation in Spanish, sick as vato. Crazy how it's almost the same. Fuck it with me, it's like the man turning to flame. But I ain't Captain America. Tudo que eu falo, tudo que é esquerica. Fumando la América, lá falo mais que nada. E tudo que eu falo ain't bem engraçado. That means it's kind of funny how I say it when the science all in it. Brazil, and meu coração infinite. Portuguese and English, no importa. 
Live pastel. Here we call it torta. So many cultures, so many times, so many places. Brazil tá me mente pra sempre. So, something like that. Something like that. I was off the Fuego. Track. Yeah. So, <laughs> as you fuego. can tell, I threw, some, I threw some Spanish. That was some <laughs> yeah. tri trilingual yeah, freestyle yeah, right there. Tight. So, good yeah. looks. Yeah. Good looks. So, what uh, about the family thing? This, this the last of the two-part question. It, you know, my grandma's birthday is August 12th. I'm August 16th, so we celebrated both our birthdays, and it was a blessing. Just almost my whole family showed up. I haven't seen them all together in I don't know how long, man, more than 10 years plus, so it was a blessing to See Any plans for you having little destructs uh, uh, running uh -oh. around to, here to in the future? To wrap that up, to wrap that up, I ain't gonna lie, man. I I, I have slowly been been on a hunt to settle, and I've got some uh, some potential uh, okay. candidates. You know, <laughs> ladies, candidate. ladies, yeah. but, he's um, on the hunt. I, I would say let's see where my head's at when I, when I hit that three zero. <laughs> when I hit that, when I hit that midlife, you know, when I survive that midlife mm. crisis, let's see, let's see yeah. where my head's at. But I definitely want a kid. Preferably a boy, just because I grew up with eight stepsisters, and I, I oh, know no. how that yeah. story goes. But as <laughs> a child's a blessing, regardless. Yeah. I would say, let's see where I'm at after I hit 30, and I definitely can see myself carrying a seed and teaching my knowledge to him and whatnot. So, right. you know, passing the torch. So, besides the upcoming Flow and Tell, October 2nd, yes, sir. at the LA uh, airliner at the NLA, right? What yes, are the sir. projects that Stroke working on? What do we got? Well, um, Pretty much for the rest of this year, I still got like th four or five more videos for Concrete Word that I'm blessed to just, okay. just get, you know, worked on and, and make some amazing images come together. Um, besides that, I've been working again with my brother Highfly. Not too long ago, we did an album called The Chronic Blues, which was one of my best, like, responded albums. Even even Ab supported me on that one. We're working on volume two, and I got to say it's sure. probably by far my most intricate work I've done. Uh, DJ Flip Fly from Cunning Linguist blessed me with some cuts. Fingers, who produced Summertime in L.A. with Roscoe and as well as Lean Like a Cholo and a whole bunch of other crazy platinum singles. He did some talk box work for us. So it's definitely a West Coast, vibey, soulful album that is, is boom bap at the same time. It's crazy. If you hear the first Chronic Blues, you'll get a good idea what to expect on the second one, except everything is evolved. Yeah. Coming back from Brazil, I, I actually met up with a production company that works on their main network channel. So I did like a, when I was out there, I, I communicated with them, even shot a little clip of one of their MCs that are working out there. So I might be doing a project with him and they, it might be some crazy shit in the works, man, honestly. So I, I'm excited what the future is next to holds. And all I got to say is, just, just, just follow your boy, man. Concrete so, word, because everything I say is solid. So man. after you win this next floor and tell, right? Yeah. Uh oh. After you crown the champion. <laughs> Ball going. What, what are we planning on doing? Okay, let me ask you this, Ab. Yeah. It, does it have to be three consecutive, or once you win three, that's it? Well, Namek won three. Okay. In a row. Consecutive. Uh-huh. No, it's consecutive. Okay, so you can – I think I think he's playing you, dog. I think he wins two, loses one, comes back because he wants to fuck him season up. Word. Well, right? like I told yeah. you. Right? Like I told you, we're consolidating. <laughs> Whoever wins this one got all the belts. See, right now everybody got their belt. Right. That's why we – you saw, you know, Joaquin got the current green belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Destruct got the first red belt. Ah. You're going to see Namek, he's coming on next week. He's got the gold belt, okay? Then after that, we got Hazard. He's got the white belt. After that, we got Beyond. Actually, we're bringing Hazard and Beyond on together. Okay. Because I'm going to be going on tour with Scarab, so I want to make sure yeah. before. Oh, when are we leaving? I'm leaving Should I bring September the 10th. Or, uh... Want me to meet you there? How's that, how's that gonna work? <laughs> September the third, 
will be will be when we're recording that episode with them. And why that's fitting is because they both only won one time. Mm. Right? So we'll have both of them. But Destruct got the blue belt. Whoever wins 10, dog, gets the Regal Purple Belt. Easy. We need a foghorn fluent. I know, yeah. man. Can you, can I'll, you I'll add sort a sound, that I'll add some sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so Destruct is going to come out. He's not going to be happy to have his rainbows. Dog. All over yeah. you, right? Dog. Now listen, now listen. Pause. You can already hear <laughs> Namek now talking shit. Yeah. I'm gonna have that purple and gold. That purple. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You know, <laughs> Destruct is like full. I'm finna take all the belt. Everybody wants to take all. The, whoever wins this one takes all the belts. What? This is the real deal. Holy shit. They right? take Holy all. Shit. They belt is gonna have because it's being it's being made. Yeah. It's being made. It's primarily purple. Yeah. But it has. A co- piece of a color of all the other belts. I've got Vince McMahon's connect, so it's coming out. I was gonna say, and my girl, my girl Sonia, my girl Sonia Begonia, shout out to her. She is our art, you know, director. She yeah. she comes up with all kind of things yeah. to keep the feel, you know, in the clutch that we need. Like if y'all ever saw that vid- that video by Dynamic, the um, Yellow Brick Road video, yeah. she made Foxy all the costumes out. and all the crazy things yeah. in that. She's making a belt. A real Sick. belt that we're gonna have tight, dog. that you're gonna leave with That's if you win tight. this thing, D. So all I got to say is, you know, it's the real deal. Easy. The undisputed <laughs> heavyweight yeah. SBRC yeah, yeah, yeah. tournament of champions, champ of uh, the world. So you win the belt, the struck, you walk out, you got the perp belt on. It's spinner belt, like the like the John Cena one. You know what I'm talking about? You know what? Good idea. Dude, I'm Good telling idea. you, that shit's hard. Make that shit is hard. We might make what, what is the struggle do next? Like literally, the way you go home, what's the next thing? You know what I mean? Fall asleep and all that shit. But well, what are you doing next? I mean, I think the show I might have to be get a little a couple X rated for that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, nah, okay, play. okay. Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> honestly, I'll probably go to to the nearest taco shop. Yeah. Taco spot, excuse me. Not, not no vegan shit. Back to no taco. No, no vegan back, shit. Back to motherfucking tacos. That's right. No vegan shit. Ponchos. Ponchos tacos. Real ass tacos. Taqueria with a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? In response to how I'm feeling about this shit, I'm just related to my tacos. No tripas. I like that. That's it, man. No tripas. No tripas. And hey, I'll say this, man. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. Yeah, I really can't. Absolutely. It's going to be an amazing moment. You know, it makes me proud. You know, I don't feel like um, taking too much credit. Um, It just makes me proud to be a part of it. All of you guys helped create this as much as I did. You know what I mean? Really and I really want y'all to know that. And what he said is true. We're going to go 20 years with this. This will be, um, in my opinion, with all of us, it already has been the true right next, right, whatever rites of passage or validation you got from the good life, you can still get from the Project Blow. Don't get me wrong. Shout out to Ben Caldwell, Lamert, Cast Network. But, you know, this will be the competition that truly gives you that right to passage. Why? Because I'm going to always have us judging it 
and it'll always be us, you know, coming up with the topics. And that's what makes it unique. You know, I, I posted something. Uh, Fluent gave us a really dope logo for the SBRC competition. Much respect to Fluent. Um, awesome design work. If you need them, you, I'm sure his 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 email will will stream uh, after this. But um, and it, you know, I posted something that said duplicated but never or imitated but never duplicated. And you know, there's been people that tried to do their own little versions of this thing. Yeah. But I know I was the original, and I know I came up with it, and I don't worry about none of that because you're not going to think about the same things that I'm thinking about unless you bite the things that I'm thinking about. And if you bite that, unique, then I'll think man. about something else. Tribe unique, man. And, and here's the thing. You know, as you guys all emerge into winners, as you already have, you've judged this thing before, right? Yeah, absolutely. So no matter what, it's going to be a competition, you know, for the competition, by the competition, it's the Fubu. It's the <laughs> it's 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 the Fubu. Yeah. Of 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 songwriters. Well said. You know, I like to call <laughs> this a songwriting competition, yeah. right? Um, MCs can win it, but songwriters can win it multiply, right? So if you're a dope MC. You can win this thing. But if you're a good songwriter, you can emerge at this thing. Very true. And so I, I, I'm going to switch reels for a little bit and ask you just a couple of, like, fly out there. I'm, I'm going to ask you, like, some hot seat questions. You mind? Easy. I'm going to put you the on the floor and tell hot it seat. Looked like the, it looked like the seat's appropriate. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, have you seen the Straight Outta Compton movie? Yes, saw it yesterday. Amazing. Okay. Name for me one lasting impression that you got from that movie. You said one last impression? One lasting impression. One lasting impression. That that inspires you as an artist. Because I, I wanna yeah. I wanna extract some positives from that movie. Absolutely. I think not to be corny, but you put your mind to it, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, Dre was a visionary. You know what I'm saying? However they want to tell the story, they can't take away Dre's genius. And to me, just to see, like, I'm glad they mentioned that he, you know what I'm saying, Apple's biggest purchase ever, and it's from a hip-hop producer. You know what I mean, bro? Who else can take that away from Dre? You know what I mean? And at the same time, his new album sounds incredible, too. Have you heard of Compton? I have not that, heard it. So just saying, the fact that they, I like how they beautifully inserted tracks not even track instrumentals from his album besides you know original nwa music of the time that just completely made sense with the music and that's how i love how they end the movie with dre song writing in my diary it just goes to show past the present put your mind to it, anything anything can happen man you know okay I, mean? I like that perspective now if if you could be if you could do graffiti as well as you beatbox who would you be? What Mere, graph artist would you Mere be? Mirror one all motherfucking day. Oh shit! If not, not Mirror, if not Mirror, Saber. I ain't gonna lie. I have a, a classic uh, LA Weekly collab he did to speak freely. I have it in my studio, which I look at all the time. That's that's one of my biggest inspirations. But 
ever since I saw that significant other cover, that Limbisky that Mir did, yeah. I was hooked on his homeboy's work, man. I thought it was genius. And ever since that, I don't know how many he 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 did a shirt at Groove Riders is L.A. that you know what I'm saying was like on the bottom of the shirt. I ain't gonna lie. The L.A. tat I got is slightly inspired by Mirror One's L.A., mm. you know what I mean? So yeah. I always respected Homeboy's craft. So if I could I always love the graffiti, I could never do it. But if I was going to be anybody, I'd definitely be Mirror One. Now, I, I asked that question because I fully know you are a beatboxer. And true. name your, I won't say top five, so that might take too that's, long. That's hard, yeah. <laughs> but name name your top three beatboxers. Razel, Razel, and Bismarcky. <laughs> So you ain't gonna you ain't gonna even throw uh, a Dougie Fresh up in there. Don't get me wrong, Dougie's dope. He wanted one of the greatest to ever do it. Right. Even got to meet him, but just Rozelle's my upbringing and yeah. style wise, Rozelle and Biz was like, what yeah. the fuck, you know? No what doubt. Mean? All right, I'm gonna hand it over to Khan after yeah. that. No, it's just it's important to sit down with artists like Destruct, right? Not only for the good promotion of this very dope show we got happening, right? Just not just that. Also, to let people know that artistry is very much alive in an industry that sometimes does it to itself. It paints itself, and I think that kind of brings us to the NWA thing. It paints itself a certain way in order to be able to monetize what it does, right? right. Yeah, exactly. But there's also the underside of it. So that's why doing the show with Abs made sense for me. That's why Wake the Flock Up makes sense to me. Because it, it it exposes, and I'll say exposes in that way, the fact that we are more than what they want us, than they want us to be portrayed as, right? It's important for, for people like the MCs like Destruct and Namek and all these other people who go into these competitions, right? Maybe starting off as MCs, but walk away realizing the the value of it as an artist, right? Because the very end, it's artistry. And it's another way for you to be able to display your artistry to the public. And I think more importantly, to other artists that at least for that competition have similar accolades. Have similar accolades. At least within that competition are serious competition to you right now. Maybe not in numbers, maybe not in fans, maybe not in social media, but in that competition, they're very much a threat. And it's a way for you to really stay on top of your shit. If like Destruct or Namba, if these competitions weren't there, the only way that they would be able to display the fact that they have these upstanding arts, right, in their in their pocket, would be the only other way would be through music, through MC and all that stuff. And that's cool. But this is the extra bonus that kind of proves that, hey, I'm more than that. And I'm a proven two-time, first-time, three-time champion. Absolutely. By 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 my idols, by people that I've always looked up to, by legends saying, "Here's the belt." Absolutely. Bro. There's no better way to prove yourself as an MC it's, to yourself. Hey, it's ultimate showmanship. That's why I look at it, bro. Ultimate yeah. showmanship. Yeah. That's why I appreciate the fact that Ab isn't just having basic judging. You know what I mean? Right. It's like they break down every factor from, like you said, delivery to stage presence to how on top you are with the topic, rhythm. I mean, every every aspect and science that goes into this. You know what I'm saying? To this art as an MC, as a songwriter. And what really sets you apart from others, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Real shit. October 2nd, flow until 10. Numero 10, homes. Uh, Damn. At the airliner in Los Angeles. Yeah. Be there. Abstract Rue will be there. Destruct will be there. Nameless. We also have a Freestyle Fellowship doing something that night. 
the freestyle fellowship experience, yep. you know, which embodies freestyle fellowship, haiku d'etat, A team, and AM radio. Shout out to Urban Underground Weekly. Yep. It's going to be their, I think, their third show of the year. They're not doing as many shows as they did before. So every time they do one, much respect to all the support. We had Zion I out at the ninth year anniversary, and that was off the chain. Classic. So, um, like he said, it's going down. You might want to get there early. Doors open at nine, and uh, we're gonna be doing a keep the fill showcase starting at ten fifteen. Yep. Downstairs, we got Mark Love, the classic L.A. scene DJ. Sulu. He's going to be spinning um, before the fellowship is set upstairs. Special guest set by Volume 10 because it's Flow and Tell Volume 10. Mm. Yeah. And he's going to be doing, right. of you know course. Crazy? I just noticed that. <laughs> and, we, and, we got, and, we, and we have oh. something special for his set where we got um, a tribute to RKA um, with Ganja K and Jay Smooth going down. So, oh, yeah. you know, and then we, we got uh, Brandy Kane from the system. We got Blunt Funk, 626 Band, Chamber Records Crew, Yep, Blunt Funk, and Maya Jupiter is also hosting with MC Woes from Keep the Feel. So all that's happening main stage. In addition to a bunch of other people outside, we got Mr. Chief from Ashland, Oregon. Bonnie Blue. The Muses, Jada and Kelly Mack. Uh, Jada representing KTF. Downstairs, we got Bonnie Blue yep, holding sure. it down. Scatterbrain. Yep. DJ Zoll in the house. DJ Zoll in the house. Abstract Rude walking around. Yeah. Abstract Can't Rude. Can't hate that. All up in the mix. Wake the Flock Up will be there. Wake the Flock Wake Up will be there. They Wake will be recording yep. the 16-bar rap competition, so y'all will be Official able to media for the event. Get, get to hear that. I will. Only live here on Flow & Tell Radio, That's right. Fat Radio. Free and thinking, you can. Well, the only place where you can go from flirting and teasing to feeling and touching. <laughs> where where, where we're it balances out. Where we get out. Destrug. Where can we find you? Let us know. Links, yeah. all that good shit. Everything. Destrugmusic.com. Fuck with your boy. Check out that concrete word. If you want to get it on my site, you get an exclusive Sean Price track that I did for free. So dope support. And uh, yeah, man. The fluent so, rhythm yeah. of the graphics, abstract rude, of course, concept seven four, and we'll find destruct on an upcoming Wake the Flock Up episode. Uh-huh. We'll make that, that happen. Long Trust awaited. me. You can make the sea a little hotter. No homo. <laughs> long awaited. Long awaited. It has been long awaited. Very true. I feel like we've almost. It's almost intentionally just not not like made it happen at this Every point. Every damn is for a reason, man. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. Long I live by that rule. Everything's for a reason. Absolutely. And shout out to Alline Gallery for hosting us. Our official Wake the Flock Up LA location. Aligned. And, uh, Stay aligned. People. And official FAT Flow and Tell Radio location. Eventually, we will be filming this in front of a live studio yep. audience. Yep. A live gallery audience. So go ahead and keep listening for more details. We'll be able to invite you guys to come and see these interviews live. We promise you uh, we promise you the same quality of shows with your favorite artists coming up. You know, Ab's Black Book is heavy yeah. with names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just keep looking out for Flow Until Radio everywhere and anywhere real hip-hop yeah, is alive. I think I might have something for Ab, though. Okay. Uh, remember this one? Boo-doo-doo. 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 Boo-doo-doo.
Fat Radio, where the bomb can be heard. Listen to me because I got the concrete word. Oh, yes, I'm not just going to be getting on your nerves. I'm going to be saying something that's just going to like strike a nerve. Strike a nerve. Strike a pose like a nerd. This is the revenge of the nerds, but I'm like off the curb. Curb serving word. I'm still heard of around the world. And you know we heard love. It's the essence of what we bringing it back to. Hip-hop progression. And yes, they call me Strack Road. Over the bomb beat, he's beatboxing his concrete. You know they call him Destruct. And then he produced product that is on par with everything dope that you want to be hearing. And we all revering the hip-hop reverence that we hold. Shout to my homeboys from the K to the O on Sep 714. Know how we go. You about to take you, let you know just how we tell and flow. Flow and tell. And you know we gonna never sell our soul. Keep it true in the mic that we hold. I'ma pass to my homie so that he can also kick the flow. Cause me and him, we are like each other's co-hosts. Co-hosts where I'm at, sitting on the microphone. Abs to my red, destruct to my left, killing the beat. No soul left to any MC. Step into me in the OC or LA scene. Believe me, oh, destruct the first champion of flow and tell. Not like a speaking spell with more words from the brain. I tell, yo, destruct on the microphone, on the beatbox. I want to hear a lyrics. Can you beatbox abstract room? I keep it one love like Bob Marley. Shout out to the first one of the SBRC. And you know, sweating that we not doing hardly. We only coming through with the progression just like a Harley. Vroom, vroom when I'm revving that engine. And when I'm coming through, destruct, he's getting all of the women. Because you know he's doing all of that pimping. And before I cast off, flow and tell until our ascension. Next episode, y'all. I'm better known as a clever grown ass man. This is no last. I put that old ass in. Rock a fan base. All the records gon' sell. If you don't know, we come to blow and tell.